here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here for this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time and efforts to come in and see what we have going on throughout the week. Now, today I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Brie Argetsinger, and you may know her as the Betty Rocker, and she's an absolute rock star. Before I get into those details, a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. Now, this is a Himalayan salt company that specializes in pink salt, so they have a number of products that include heat bags, salt lamps, salt shakers, salt grinders. Now, I think we can all make some small change to improve our health on a regular basis to turn that into sustainable lifestyle changes. So if you head over to makmysticexpressions.com, they're going to show you all kinds of different ways on how to use Himalayan salt products and transition from white refined salt to more pink salt. That Again, that's makmystic.com. As I was saying in the intro, we have the Betty Rocker coming on, and she's such a breath of fresh air coming into the health and fitness industry. She's got so much energy, and this was such a pleasure for me to have the opportunity to meet her and work with her and have her on the show. She has a very interesting story on how she got into health and wellness, which she's going to share with you, and we relate on so many levels from to stop counting calories to a number of different ways from nutrition to whole body workouts and fit using your body as the machine. So I know you're going to love this interview. So sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up. Uh... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to Exploring Mind and Body, Brie. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you. So we're going to get into all kinds of interesting and details. We have so much in common, and I'm looking forward to talking with you. Now, uh, I looked at your story, and is it fair to say that you didn't always live a healthy lifestyle? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely fair to say. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm always interested in the transition point, and... I think that sometimes, maybe for our listeners or even myself, when you're dealing with people or clients, sometimes they think there's a turning point that was, I don't know, an aha moment or, or not so much an aha moment, but something that instantly changes your life. And for me, that, that didn't really happen. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that always happens. I think that many times there's a slow transi- transition to living a healthy lifestyle. So I'm interested in, in knowing if yours was more instant or if it was a slow, gradual change. There is actually a moment that I remember very, very well. Uh, I was, I'll just give you a little backstory to this point, this period in my life. I was in my early, early 30s, actually. Uh, I'm 38 now, and uh, this was some time ago, and I, I was training about six days a week. Um, I maybe would take one day off. Some days I would do two workouts a day. I uh, thought I was eating super healthy, <laughs> like, you know, whatever I thought was super healthy. Um, and I was just putting an enormous amount of pressure on myself to look um, a certain way. And that was kind of a culmination of just 
I don't know if any of you guys can relate, but I know when I was a little girl, I got praised a lot for either being smart or for being pretty. And so I always felt like I had this kind of like uh, idea that I needed to show up in one of those two ways to really be valued. And so I put a ton of pressure on myself to look to look good. And, um, and I think that uh, so anyway, so I'm back to, back to my story. So I'm at the gym actually. And, um, I'm, I'm in this moment and I'm actually sitting on a bench at the gym and I'm, I'm, I'm watching this girl run on a treadmill in front of me. And, uh, I'm kind of like, I'm in my mind, like comparing my body to hers. And, and I'm, I'm really tired in this moment. And I'm sitting there watching her run and thinking about <clears throat> how I need to get up and go run because I'm slacking and it's going to, you know, I'm going to not look good if I don't get up there. And it's just like, you know, kind of eating me up. And so I finally force myself to get up off the bench and I get on the treadmill and I start to run and I go, I'm going through the motions and I'm just, I'm just so tired. I just can't, I've been tired for like the past two months and it's really weird because I'm, I'm tired, but I can't sleep. And like, um, my libido has completely taken a crap and I'm just like really feeling weird. And some of you listening maybe have had experience with these types of symptoms and you actually already know where I'm going with this. But, um, I ended up, you know, I went, I went home that day and, uh, I, I remember just like almost seeing myself from the outside, um, even just, I just remembered that feeling I had sitting on that bench watching that other girl and how I felt in myself. And I felt almost like on the outside of my body, looking down at myself, being like, why are these your concerns? Why are you so worried about you, how you look? And the fact that you would push yourself so hard to the point where you don't even feel good, the point where you're making yourself sick and you're making yourself sick over something that's so superficial and so not the person that you at your core really are. Because I, I felt out of integrity with myself in that moment more than ever I can even explain. And um, I ended up, you know, and that was like the moment, but I ended up taking action because of that moment. I went to see a, oh my, I went to a naturopath and ended up, of course, I had blown out my adrenals and uh it's <laughs> just been like going too hard and too fast and if you guys read my website you'll see that I mentioned I had some drug and alcohol problems and that's definitely true I um I was doing a lot of I was doing a lot of a lot of things that really sped me up if you catch my drift <laughs> um and it was like you know you combine that with too many workouts with not very good nutrition um, and the stress of feeling like not understanding why my body didn't actually look cut, shredded, perfect all the time, or that's not even like in my mind, that's what I thought was perfect. And I was just, I was just such a wreck, like such a ball of like, like a sort of oxymoronic thought, <laughs> like just complete, <laughs> completely conflicted about what really made me healthy and what really made me even happy. I mean, I was not a very happy person back then. Um, so, and then this was all just, you know, very internalized. So, uh, but that was really the moment when I, when I decided to take action and I really saw myself and I saw what I was, what I was doing to myself. Not too long ago, I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Colleen Manning, who's the owner, who's a Pilates instructor and owner of Studio Pilates. Now her perspective and attitude around health and wellness is absolutely a breath of fresh air. Now, Studio Pilates has a number of different classes that include Piloxing, Booty Bar, men's classes as well. 
Now, there's all kinds of benefits to checking out Pilates, no matter what type of condition or shape you're in, for beginners to advanced. Now, Colleen has such a warm and welcoming attitude around wellness. I highly recommend you check out Studio Pilates here in Red Deer. Now, they've moved to a new location. They're at number 4, 4940 54th Ave in Red Deer, Alberta, right here in our, our backyard. And if you'd like to call them, they can be reached at 403-341-5911. More details can also be found at their website at studiopilates.ca. So what was the next step after you decided that you wanted to change your life and actually live a healthy lifestyle, maybe not so much what could be perceived as a healthy lifestyle? Well, I, I don't tell this story very often to, to anyone except my closest friends, but I, I, you know, I'll tell you guys what I did is I actually got a, um, a colonic, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, might sound a little weird, but it was actually, um, so I, I, I started to read a lot about the cleansing processes and like the, the kind of toxins that stay stored in the body. And, uh, especially with a lot of drug use and, and just, you know, the kind of, chemical substances that were in the foods that I had been eating mindlessly. And so I, I had this procedure done and it was, it was very uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. But what was really interesting was the week following that I, I, I had to like just stop because my body was detoxing hard and it was like four or five days. It was like, I was sick. I had like no energy. I was just like, I was just, it, it was crazy. And I, during that week, I filled up my refrigerator with like I had been studying because I was like, how do I support my body after this thing? You know, how do I restore the, the healthy gut flora and how do I eat really, really well to just support my body? What is actually, how can I dial it up a little bit? So I, I, I was eating things like, you know, um, bone broth and, and beets and <laughs> like all these really nutrient dense foods. And I came through that and I felt like a million bucks after that was over. And it, it taught me something also really, really valuable. And that was that, um, taking the time to actually like nourish my body and treat my body like this vessel of awesomeness was actually at the core of what really like foundationally made me, um, a present human being because I was not able to be present all the time when I was, um, constantly looking for external, you know, gratification or constantly looking just for like the, the way I looked to make me happy or uh, how I didn't look to make me unhappy. I mean, it was just, just a bunch of head mental trip I was on, you know? And how are you able to kind of get, get past that? I think that, well, with especially the way our society works, that's mainstream. That's how we think. That's how we look. You know, how are you able to get past that? A lot of self-reflection. Uh, I've always been a writer. I uh, it was around that time I started writing this, this the Betty Brocker blog actually, and um, I I didn't really know what I was going to do with it. But I some of my very first recipes were like the week of that cleanse that I did. Um, it wasn't even I don't want to say cleanse, you guys, because I I don't really subscribe to those like eat, not eating anything except soup for seven days and like <laughs> I just feel like I did a very almost it was kind of a little bit spiritual of a journey you know where I um <clears throat> I cleaned my body from the inside out literally <laughs> and then I just filled it up with really really nutrient dense foods and I started writing down some of the smoothie recipes I made that week some of the um things I was doing to care for myself and that's those were actually some of the very first things I put in the blog and that was kind of how I started to really change 
like my mindset around it, I sort of started to reframe the way that I saw my body and the body. That was that week when you started to cleanse yourself, when you started to put more nutrients into your body. Was that the first time and maybe a long time you actually started to feel health, healthy, alive, and vibrant? I would definitely say so. I mean, there have been times in the past where, I mean, I was, I got to say that growing up I had the opportunity to live with, a, I mean, my mother is amazing. I mean, we had a garden. She bought food from the co-op. She cooked for us. It was, I, I really was so lucky and fortunate to have had that as a, as a child. But, you know, I rebelled a lot from that because we were so different than the other kids around us in our public school, small town. And um, everyone else was kind of like on this very different sort of wavelength. And I wanted to be accepted and to fit in. And we definitely did not. I definitely did not. And um, not just from my food. <laughs> you know, we didn't have television. Um, we, I was uh, just, I, I definitely was, was different. So um, I, when I got to, when I had the opportunity to go to college, I just wanted to go as far away from what I remembered as a child so that I could fit in. And so I, you know, would just make, and, and, you know, food is such a social thing, right? It's such a part of our lives that we sort of forget that the, the nutrients in the food are actually like having a conversation with our body that we don't even realize that it's having. And so we're trying to have a conversation with our peers and then fit into these social norms uh, around the food that's available and not even realizing what an impact it's actually having on us long term. So, uh, yeah, that was the first time since I was a little girl that I felt healthy. <laughs> so when we say, when we talk about the topic of how you do one thing is how you do everything, tell me the basis of where that originated from. Well, <clears throat> I first came across that quote. I, I, I read a lot of stuff. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. In fact, I have a huge cutout of him in my house. I'm looking at him right now. <laughs> and he's one of my heroes. Um, and I, so I've read a lot of books, uh, a lot of Bruce's writing and, I read a lot of books, uh, Book of Five Rings, like these samurai books, Miyamoto Musashi. But Miyamoto Musashi was credited as the person who said how you do one thing is how you do everything. I suppose we could find the attribution to many people, but um, that's who I reference it to. And uh, I like it. I like that because it comes to me. For me, it's from the warrior mentality, right? And when you are struggling with things in yourself and your soul, you often must become like a warrior and uh, to deal with them, really to wrestle with yourself and the, the many things that come at you. Um, and so I sort of started to recognize how as I made this shift internally with my health and I started to care for my body the way that I would care for a friend or care, you know, the way I started to um, actually talk to myself internally instead of being like, oh, you idiot, like you're, you're doing that wrong. You know, I would never say that to a friend, but there I was internally speaking to myself this way for getting something wrong, right? And so I started to recognize that and started to really work on that reframe of that. And I, I started to think about how what I was doing with my food was actually what I was doing with my self-talk. And it was also what I was doing with my fitness because I had stopped exercising six days a week. I'd started doing a very healthy, intense three-day-a-week regimen with a walk or like a day where I just got to go outside in the mix. And I just felt awesome. And, uh, and I felt so awesome. Of course, I wanted to share all that. But I really started to see like everything was really parallel. And I also started to notice that my dedication to my blog, to my writing, I was just as sort of 
I don't want to say structured because I, I sort of tend to be one of those people that I create structure and then I sort of go around it. I don't always follow it specifically, but I have to have the structure to, to see and then I can work around it. But uh, I really did see that I had the same template in each of the arenas of my life that I had begun with my body. And so I started to really understand that how I was doing one thing was actually how I was able to do everything. And I looked back in my life and I saw that how I did one thing in my, you know, my previous part of my life was really how I was doing everything back then. I was sort of um, on that very superficial uh, tangent and, and just not really thinking things through clearly or applying the work ethic or applying the skill set that I had gotten. All right, so I just want to take a moment to tell you about the tire shop here in Olds. Now, to be honest with you, I'm not really a car person. I wouldn't be the first to fix, well, anything. <laughs> so that's why I trust some a company like the tire shop. When I bring my car in there, I always know that it's going to get quality service. I really love the customer service. It's, it's bar none. They treat you like family. And this is a family-run business for 40 years. So they're definitely doing something right. And they're not just a tire company. So they do oil, brakes, tune-ups, your battery, wheel alignment. They do all kinds of different things to service your car. And now that winter's on the way, it's definitely a good time to get your car checked out, have someone that you trust and, and believe in, and to support the community as well as a local tire shop. You can reach them at 403 556 7660 or if you want to stop in they're at 5903 Imperial Way right behind Napa so let's relate that to let's just take fitness for example so someone that has a difficult time sticking to a fitness regimen and you know working towards their health and wellness goals whatever they may be so if we look at how they do one thing is how they do everything can you explain how sticking to this nutrition or work sorry workout plan will help them improve other areas of their life i think you just said it without i think you just said it while you were Shoot. asking me the question <laughs> <laughs> um i i i think that um i mean you everyone listening could probably hear it i mean you if you focus if it's if you feel like you're if you're feeling overwhelmed by all the things you think you're supposed to be doing right Focus on one thing. And often the easiest thing to focus on is your workout plan or your, I don't know what, it, the workout plan honestly seems to be the easiest thing to focus on because it's a set amount of time uh, for a set amount of days. And so if you notice, and you can just give yourself a week to stick to your workout plan and start to notice how, what it is that makes you do that uh, and, and really just follow through on that. It's, it's the act of, of creating a plan, the act of taking action, the act of following through. Those are the things that you're actually doing. And that's the same exact skill set that you can apply to your, your eating, uh, to your business, um, to your relationships, to the way you talk to yourself. Like if you catch yourself constantly saying negative things like I was, what do you do? You, you, you own it. You acknowledge the fact that it's happening, right? You, you tell yourself, you make a plan. You say, well, I'm going to say something positive every time I say something negative to myself. Then you actually take action on that by catching yourself and saying the positive thing. And then you continue to do it. And that's the follow through. So uh, I think that if you can just sort of name the acts around what you're doing that's making you successful, you can then apply that template to the other areas of your life where you may need some um, 
you know, a little more, a little boost and, and notice and reward yourself on where you're already doing this, because I guarantee you've got a pattern that's playing itself out in many arenas of your life already. And maybe it needs an upgrade, or maybe there's a couple parts of your life that haven't quite gotten to the level where you are in other areas. Um, I don't know. Is, is that, has that been true for you, Drew? Yeah. You know what I like about Many, many different things you're saying is it's true. We're, we're on the same uh, wave path in, in different areas. But what I like about what you were saying there is if you pick one thing, and fitness does seem to be a little bit easier. When I say fitness or when I talk about fitness, we have we have fitness. You have as many workouts as you're going to have in the week. And then in that hour, in that 20 minutes, however intense, however long your workout is, it's, it's kind of over. And which is another reason why I explain nutrition is, is I, I consider it a little bit more important than workouts because it's never ending. It's, it's all day long. It's throughout the day and you, you do your best not to take breaks from it. So if you, but if you choose one thing, like you're saying, if you choose fitness, that seems to be a little bit easier and you work on that one thing and that's what you focus on, you'll naturally gravitate to healthier things. So if you have a great workout, you're, you're going to want to have a good workout the next day. And once you stack a couple workouts together, you're going to want to start eating better. So like what you're saying is if you pick one thing and you start building on that, so if you consider how you do, let's say, what, what was our mantra? How you do one thing is how you do everything? Yes, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if how you do workouts is how you do everything, that's going to translate into fantastic workouts to um, better self-talk, I suppose, how you're explaining better nutrition, and then you can move forward in that manner. Absolutely. And I did mention that I'm a person that doesn't do very well with regimented structure. And I know that a lot of people are just like that and that it's tough for them, especially I'd like to talk about the nutrition piece because for me, it did start with the nutrition piece. And for me, I'm not someone who teaches or practices calorie counting. Um, I don't like elimination diets. I basically (laughs) like, I just really, um, in my own research and my own travels and my own study and everything that I've learned about nutrition um, through personal and clinical application, I have discovered and really truly believe that the science of food is unchanging. I mean, we, it, it, it's simple things about the nutrients and how they interact with us at a cellular level. It is a communication. What you put in your mouth is a communication with your body. And so it is therefore very... Uh, fortunate and that we have access to so much information about how the body actually works and it behooves you greatly to find out just a little bit about nutrition about the nutrients in your foods and i'm not saying go get a nutrition degree or study at all but learn more about the if you i see people who spend so much time counting those calories uh learning all about calorie counting and like tracking their food and and what about if what if they use that time to actually study the foods a little bit like the nutrients in the foods and actually know what they were so that they could mindfully eat um, knowing what effect that was going to have on their body that way when you take a day off from eating like all these super healthy foods you do that mindfully so you can really enjoy it and you know that it's going to be a little tough on your body but you're okay with that because you're doing it with purpose, with joy, you're enjoying it. That's what I call the no strings attached or NSA days, <laughs> my, all of my programs, because I feel like you really need to 
not be psycho about your eating and all this regimented stuff makes people really nuts about like how they're eating. It takes a lot of the joy out of it. So I say focus on the nutrients, learn a little bit about how they work and learn what foods work best with your body. Remember, we're all a little bit different. Our chromosomes, while most of our DNA is the same, there are some that we all have a little variation. And so you code certain proteins differently than someone else. That's why we all have different food intolerances and there's like some variation there. So listen to your body, learn to like work with your own body and it's good to experiment. Sorry, I'm going to start like preaching now. Because like <laughs> This is my jam. Like this is the thing about nutrition is that you want to know a little bit about uh, for example, let's talk about grains. This is a super hot topic still. Um, and while I really appreciate the, the specific diet program that uh, got people eating more whole foods and eliminating grains, I completely disagree with that part of that diet. And uh, I take a very naturalistic approach um, based on, you know, indigenous people's practice around how they prepared these foods. Um, I will tell you to soak, sprout, or ferment your grains. And these days there are so many more places where you can find them already sprouted, uh, already like ready for you. Like it's so much easier and you need the nutrients. You need those, you know, those good, healthy, complex carbs, especially if you're training. And yes, there are other food sources and options for you to get them from. But like just thinking that because some diet plan tells you their theory uh, about how something is supposed to be, Think critically about this. Go read about it. Just test it on yourself. You'll see people lose a ton of weight when they go low carb. It's just a no-brainer. You're going to lose the weight. But like trying to maintain a healthy uh, body after, like at a certain point on no carbs is, is terrible. And I don't know. I mean, I know that diet I'm re- referencing is not a no-carb diet, but it does make it for people who don't know much about nutrition very very difficult to maneuver and they end up relying a lot on processed things that aren't great for them and so when you um, mentioned nutrition or or learning more about nutrition i think it's so important to educate yourself on on what you're putting in your body i'm 100 percent with you on you know stop counting calories um tell me give us a quick tip a quick hitter something that we could do or or better understand around how we could make a change by paying attention to the food we're putting in our body i teach the nutrients you guys all watch the avengers have you guys all watched (laughs) the avengers i don't know Um, but i'll poll our audience after this (laughs) Well, you probably, I'm a total comic book nerd. Um, This is what I did growing up with no television. I read a lot of books. I read a lot of comic books. So for me, Captain America is always protein. And uh, that's always the first thing that I look for in my meal is um, where is Captain America? Where's the protein going to come from? Did you know that broccoli has a ton of protein in it? I mean, I'm not saying you have to go eat steak with every meal. I'm just saying that protein is a super important nutrient that does so many vital functions in your body. You need to be making sure that you're eating it with your main meals. It's just important. Um, most people don't, and most people either just don't eat enough protein, especially my, my lady readers. They, they really struggle with this. They think it's going to bulk them up. So look for Captain America. Next is the Hulk, um, of course. And I will, well, that's, that's my greens. Um, I focus on greens like crazy. And, and the reason Hulk was so incredibly muscular was because he was eating, I mean, he, we don't know if he ate greens, but I think he did. I think he was a plant-based monster. <laughs> I mean, he was I Bruce like Banner. <laughs> I mean, he was like a scientist. So he knew that 
the, the bioavailable nutrients in greens were just absolutely essential for brain health, for the body functions, for every, like your, your longevity. There's just so many phytonutrients in plants that are just amazing for your body. So I do a green smoothie about every day, every other day. Um, I love the, the fiber that sort of slows down how fast that, that digests in my system. I also love juicing. It just tends to just be a too much of a sugar spike for me, even though we're not adding sugar, it's just too much. Um, but it, both are great. Um, and do you guys want to know what the other nutrients are? What superhero they are? I do. I'm, I can't <laughs> wait. Who else you got? <laughs> so we got Iron Man. And Iron Man, um, he's in a metal suit, right? So that's, that's our healthy fats, okay? And you, a lot of us think that, you know, so fats are so heavy, they're going to weigh you down, they're going to make you fat. Well, Iron Man could freaking fly, okay? <laughs> fat, <laughs> like, is essential. Fat is so important. It's like your brain, your hormones, like everything that in your body, like, needs the fat to run. Like, it's, it's just... I mean, I don't, I don't know how to tell you how important fat is, but it, it is an essential nutrient, and uh, it's it, when you're eating it in your in your regular dietary fat in in good ways, um, your body knows exactly what to do with it. It, it you know it gives you you have enough energy. You're satisfied with your meal, so you're not as likely to overeat. Did you guys know that your body knows it's full in two different ways, either by volume in your stomach, like capacity. Or nutrient density. So when your stomach, the volume of your stomach expands so much because you've eaten so much, that's when it shuts off and tells you don't eat anymore. Or you could eat uh, nutrients. If you ate the uh, nutrients, a very small amount of nutrients, your, your body would again tell you it's full. So this is why you can eat a whole bag of Oreos and chips and junk and not know you're full until your stomach hits capacity. It's really, really interesting. So eating food with good fat and it will help your body know that it's full that much more quickly so that you don't tend to overeat. Super important. I'm sure this is like Nutrition 101 for a lot of you guys listening. I'm just seeing. Pay attention to Iron Man. He's really important. He wants to look out for you. He's very, he's a protector. You know, he's a provider. <laughs> <laughs> and is there any more superheroes? Yeah, well, of course. We haven't talked about Thor. Um, I mean, he's the carbohydrates, obviously. The hammer of Thor. Your energy, your brain energy runs on glucose. I mean, you need that good, complex, and simple carbohydrates. So that's, that's Thor. Um, and there's a lot of different, this is, of course, like one of the ones that, you know, we have so many discussions and, and issues around with the carbs. And that's why there's good carbs and, and bad carbs, right? Like, where did Thor come from? He came from Valhalla. And, um, or where, where did Thor come from? Do you know, Drew? I don't know. Yeah, don't well, know. He, he came from a place far, far away. So when you look at those bad carbs, you guys, think of Loki and, and his bad, evil brother. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> watch out for them because they're sneaky. Sneaky carbs are like Loki. So, uh, if you, you know, might need to go look up some Avengers lore, but that's like what helps me like make it fun and like think about all those nutrients together as the Avengers team, because they couldn't defeat the bad guys. Um, they couldn't defeat Ultron without being a team and you need all of those nutrients in your body at different times and different amounts to really help you be your healthiest and best functioning self that's awesome i think that's it's so it's so much fun like if you we have such a negative connotation around health and wellness and if you could make it fun it'd be we'd have so much more advantage in life <laughs> um, well that's the whole approach i take to fitness and health in general is like how can we make this fun accessible doable because 
I get bored if I don't have something to engage me and I want to see a result quickly. So I just try to strip things down to the essential core uh, of what makes them the most effective and find the most efficient way to get them done and have a great time doing it. So great message for kids as well. That's interesting you say that because people who follow me write me constantly about how their kids want to do what they're doing with them because of how it's being presented. Just want to take a moment to mention some of our longtime sponsors that, without a doubt, made this show possible from the very beginning. We have Health Street in Olds. They're very influential to everything that I do. Really, they've been with us from the beginning, so I can't thank them enough for their support. We have AG Foods in Didsbury, also with us from the beginning, and they're always working towards bringing better quality products to the area, the community, as well as to the grocery industry. And then we have Shoppers Drug Martin Olds, who's also very influential to help launch this show and continues to be supportive with not only with the show but in and around the community and supporting local events so i can't be more grateful for having them with us on the show and if you get a chance let them know that you're you're checking out the show and you enjoy it being on air they love to hear from customers and understanding that their message is being shared too because without them i wouldn't be able to have this platform as well all right, Bree. before we let you go, I wanted to give you a chance to talk with our audience about what you're doing, where they can find you or follow you, and um, whatever else is coming up new for you. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, guys, if you want to connect with me, just go to thebettyrocker.com. Uh, that's T-H-E, Betty Rocker. Um, you can read all about me. There's an about page. Um, there's just a ton of great resources on the blog, free recipes, great workouts you can do at home. I've got an amazing free 30-day home workout challenge. Um, it's, it's so awesome. You, I basically, I would always hear that Geico commercial, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And I was like, damn, 15 minutes could save you 15 years of your life, like 15% of your body fat, like all these things. So I just made a challenge where it's 15 minutes a day of exercise. It goes all around the body with rest days built in and it's so fun. So I invite you to Please take advantage of that amazing free resource on my blog um, and, and, and use it and uh, any of the, the meal plans or programs that I have. If you're, if you're interested in the Avengers sort of and wanting to get more into that discussion and you're interested about you know, taking your care of your body with nutrition, look up the Body Fuel System, which you can find on my programs page. Um, it'll go into the nutrition stuff with that same uh, Avengers feel and... Uh, give you an actual practical 30 days of food with amazing recipes too. So okay. lots of good stuff over there. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, so much. Thanks so much, Brie. This interview is an absolute blast. I, I love your frame of mind and the, the angle that you're going at it. You know, it's, uh, it's a breath of fresh air to hear someone else talk about to stop counting calories, to make fitness fun and health fun. And uh, I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your message with us. Oh, it's thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you and all of you guys listening. Thank you so much. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I can't thank Bree enough for coming on and being a guest. I mean, it was an absolute blast. Bree's so much fun. Her energy jumps through the screen <laughs> as I'm sitting here talking to her and enjoying what she has to say. It's so nice. Like I said, it's an absolute breath of fresh air to have Bree in the industry bringing so much that she has to offer. She's this 
crazy samurai ninja warrior, <laughs> uh, you know, online marketing personality, and she's doing so many great things. Actually, you know, she actually found her through uh, different outlets because she's in, in in so many different places. And I think it's, you know, I kind of feel like she's on our side. <laughs> and unfortunately, many times when I go to health expos or look at bigger name type of people, many of them, you know, I wouldn't say that a whole lot of things are, there's, those things are often ethical and they're often real. And I think it's it's so inspiring, at least for me, to see Brie come, come on and, and do her thing and influence a large audience and you know doing what she does and being true to herself so that means so much and Brie actually stuck around I asked her at the end of some of the shows if someone if I feel like selfishly I say <laughs> if I could benefit I usually ask for some personal advice just because I, I ask questions I'm, I'm a learner I'm a self I'm a self learner I'm always looking to improve and Brie actually stuck around for 25 minutes giving me advice, business advice, which was absolutely incredible, invaluable information. And, you know, I, I say selfishly, but but the truth is I really want to get better. I'm always looking to get better and improve and bring you better content and um, find different ways to keep you interested. You know, as Bree talks about in the show, keep things fun and interesting. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to meet and now learn and be inspired by Bree. And I'm sure that you're sitting there and understand what I'm talking about. So if you get a chance, head over to thebettyrocker.com. She's got tons and tons of information. She's got a long list of free resources and then paid as well. And and, and you're going to get what you pay for without a doubt. So thank you so much, Bree, for coming on. And thank you, listeners, for being here to check out the show. If you do get a chance, I send out a weekly newsletter every Monday morning. Head over to trueformlife.com. That's my current content. So recipes, videos, podcasts, radio shows, everything that I put together, I send that out every Monday morning right to your inbox so you don't have to run around looking for it. If you do get a chance as well, uh, rating on iTunes really helps the show with rankings and helps others more easily find the show. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.